What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode five of Small Talk. Today, we have a very special guest, and he's kind of a, a celebrity at UCLA. He's, he was my roommate this year. His name is Raman. He has too many titles to name, so I think we're just going to roll with the punches and let him kind of show off that extensive resume he's got. How are you, Raman? I'm doing great. How are you? You know, Roman, I'm hanging in there, cranking out these podcasts. Uh-huh. Actually, right now, pretty much, like, right before I got on this podcast, um, pretty much, like, I have, like, a 92.9 in one of my classes. Yeah. And there's, like, an extra credit thing that I did, but I didn't send, like, an email verifying. So, if I get the extra credit, I'll go from an A to an A-. minus. But if not, like, I'll have an A-. minus, Or from an A-. minus. What class? Astro three, it's like a super easy class. Oh man, it's like I'm known to be to a take very that, easy class. Uh, overfall. Yeah, I think it's. I just think every class is super easy, so much easier online. No, so I agree for sure. Cranking them out, trying to do a bunch over summer and fall. Mm-hmm. You know. So how, how's the um how's the grind been up with the new languages? <laughs> the new languages, <laughs> you know, I gotta I gotta take some things off. I'm I'm picking up too many like picking up too many little interests, but I've been steady going at Farsi. If you speak Farsi and you've helped talk to me over the past few months, uh, if you're listening, shout out. Loki, I should learn Hindi, man. Like at UCLA, there's like a bunch of Persians. (laughs) There's a bunch of Persians at UCLA. Like who are all my friends at UCLA? They're either Persians or Indian kids. So honestly, Hindi would help me a lot. I mean, you're not talking to the right guy. I'm one of the few that doesn't know Hindi, so... There's like, unfortunate. What, there's like a big friend group that um, at UCLA have a bunch of Indian kids called the Good Jews. Shout out the Good Jews. <laughs> they they could teach you. Honestly, it, there's like a bunch of different dialects too, though. There are. It's like there Gujarat, is. Punjab. I'm, I'm a but lot. Hindi's I'm like a lot unifier. more well versed in Gujarati. Much more yeah, well versed. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a polyglot. He knows Gujarati, Punjabi. Have and you English. Play tennis and English. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I struggle sometimes. Yeah, guys. So a little backstory. This is Roman. He was my roommate. We met um, like through Instagram, I think. Right, Roman? What about the whole SAT thing? Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait. We'll get to the story. We'll get to the story. This is actually a crazy story. Okay. So like I pretty much needed a roommate. And I reached out to you on, like, I literally had no idea. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I barely even looked at your profile. I was like, oh, this kid looks cool. He's from San Diego. Like, we should at least meet up and see if, like, we want to be roommates. Because yeah. we didn't make that decision. We were just like, it was us and a third kid from San Diego. Mm-hmm. His name was Max, Max too. We Max, all met yeah. up. But it ended up not working. But we all, like, really liked each other. And then we, like, wanted to be roommates, and it didn't end up working out. But we got put with – you and me got put with Ruben, who's also yeah. an awesome guy. But the funny thing is, was, like, me and Raman, we both are from San Diego, but, like, we went to, like, completely different high schools, and we didn't know each other. And I remember we were talking one time. He went to Torrey Pines, and for people who are from San Diego, a few years ago um, at Torrey Pines High School – um, like it's actually really sad. This kid yeah. like committed suicide in the parking lot, right? Like a suicide by he, like, cop. Pulled a, yeah, he he pulled a gun on like on the cops, knowing he would yeah. get shot. Um, and the next day, like the very next morning, was really weird because I was taking like a practice SAT there. It was like sophomore year. 
Yeah, sophomore year. Wait, why I was taking my SAT SAT sophomore I year? What the heck? I don't know. I just I felt like I guess my parents wanted me to take it early, so I was just like, okay. Right. And that so happened much. to be the day after the suicide by cop thing, and the SAT was still like being held at Torrey Pines. Yeah. So it, he was taking the real SAT, and I was taking. I just did like a practice SAT. Um, it was sophomore year. And then I like, remember I wasn't driving at this time and we were both sophomores. So I'm like sitting here waiting for my mom and it starts raining and it's like, it's like really cloudy. And this kid like comes next to me and I like, don't even remember his face. Like don't, like could not even remember his face. And I'm like, Oh, you took the SAT. And he's like, yeah, I did. And I was like, Oh, how was it? Like, cause you know, I'm like a pretty talkative guy. He's like, Oh, it was, right. wasn't bad. And then it started raining. And then you like got somebody, this kid got in a car and like I went under the cover, so I was telling him I was like, "Oh, I took the the practice SAT there once." Mm. So Ro- this came up in conversation once, yeah. and then Roman's like, "Wait, I took an SAT there that day." I'm yeah, like, wait, same what day. are you talking about? He's <laughs> like, "Oh, I took the real SAT." I'm like, "Wait, did you like stand outside?" And this like the most random thing. <laughs> I don't so know. Strange, I remember yeah. this. Like yeah. literally, you don't even remember your name. Like I said one sentence. I feel like it could be fake, and it's like a false memory in our head. It could be because, like, n- now it's like very vivid when it wasn't before. No, but, but he's like, I'm like, wait, did, did somebody talk to you? He's like, wait, somebody talked to me. Yeah. Were you the one that came up to me? And I'm like, no way. I mean, even if it's not true, I think it's crazy. I mean, it's better it, to it, believe it. It's, a it. it's more like coincidence. Yeah. It, same day, same area, like, same mm-hmm. story, and they're crazy. college roommates. So oh, yeah, FYI, if you're rooming with Roman next year, who, who are your roommates? Matthew and Will? Matthew and Will. He, this kid is the most messy. Okay, one no, thing I, that we I've, can talk I've, about. I've changed what? my ways. I've changed my ways. Like, <laughs> the amount of times I've heard that throughout the year. Like, Max, I'm sorry, bro. Like, I don't want you to be mad. I'm going to change for you. No, I seriously have. Like, you could look at my room right now. Spotless. Spotless. Okay, Spotless. I'll explain. This For kids who aren't in college yet – one thing that you're going to realize is like, it, it's kind of almost like a marriage, like being friends with being somebody's friend doesn't mean they'll be a good roommate. I'm not saying you weren't a good roommate, mm-hmm. but like, you just have I to have like you. similar, you got <laughs> you to have like, what I'm saying is you rather have, cause some people look for their best friends in a roommate. And I think that's kind of the wrong way to approach it. I think it's better to like, it's good if like you and I, me, you, me and Ruben are all really good friends. Yeah. But you rather out. have someone who's like easy to live with instead of like their best friend. But yeah, That's your true. room is spotless. Your room wasn't even dirty. It's just like the rooms are small, so you would like let your clothes kind of like fall out of the bag. Yeah. You wouldn't put them in the no, bag. No, I, I think I think more than anything, I think the main issue is the food. It was so disgusting. The food was so pretty nasty. I'll give you that for sure. At our school, you could either swipe food to go. <laughs> or get it at like a dining hall and ramen would always get like food to go or yeah like in these to-go boxes and he would eat it in our room right and like i would make a such a conscious effort to like help keep the room clean like always change and it's funny because like at home i mean now i'm like kind of purging all my stuff like getting rid of a bunch of stuff to make it more clean but at home i'm like pretty messy and he would just leave like to-go boxes with food in it i don't get why you would do this you would just leave to-go boxes with food yeah and you just like stack it like a little castle. Mm-hmm. It, it, and I'm like, it, on occasion, like, there'd be like four or five. No, Occasionally, more. it'd like stack more. up like four or five. I don't know why. And, like I mean, on the ground, there were some. And then there's like fries from like late night and like a bunch of cups. And like you also had like all those chips and snacks that you. Oh, your dude, got like, you. those were the. 
Well, okay, but you the gotta admit, like, dude. But remember when, when, like, I'd bring like all the chocolates and stuff. Like, you, 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 like, go in on them too. I would go in on them. So, like, the funny thing is, for people who aren't like, imagine just at the desk and directly to the right of you, like, not even six inches, like, pressed onto the desk is a trash can that he could easily just put it in, and he's just like, you know what? I'm just gonna like leave it on the desk. Hey, I mean. I, because, like, you can only fit so many boxes in the trash can, and I didn't really want to, like, take it out that frequently. So, I, be honest, I, how many times did you take out the trash? First quarter, or no, fall all quarter, year, like, less than five. Fall quarter, I don't think I did. Winter quarter, I, I like maybe you, you once. kind of got mad at me, so I stepped And then I was like, Roman, take this out. Bit. And then I'd come back, and then it would still be there, and I'd walk in, and I'd, like, make a face, and then he'd be like, he'd realize, he'd be like, I'll take it out right now, Max. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it was just gross. Like, for people who don't know, like, a UCLA triple is, like... It's tiny. Like, yeah. I can't even More than my dimensions. room. I think. It's so, sh- it's not even, like... I don't know. It's just, like, if you have any stuff on the floor, it, it becomes, like, unbearable. I think, like... like to, I think a good way to put it in perspective is Max and I, our desks were, like, right across from each other. And, like, if I scoot my desk out maybe, like, a couple feet, I'm probably touching his chair. Okay, also, f- to say how small it is, I'm, like, a short guy. Like, I'm only 5'4". That is but true. But Raman and Ruben, Ruben, our other roommate, are both, like, 6'2". How tall is Ruben? You're 6'2", right? He's about right? my height. So, yeah, like, 6'2". He doesn't seem tall, but then he'll, like, stand up. And yeah, because like, hey, a lot of the time we'd see him, he's he sitting. wouldn't be standing up. He would be sitting. But, like, when you ha- stand I'm up, having... like, damn, he's tall. Oh, no, Siri just activated by accident. Um, but yeah, he, he's an awesome guy. I'm having him on the podcast too. So, oh man, soon. I can't wait. <laughs> it's so can't funny. Wait. <laughs> I'll text him. I'll text him like every now and then with like these messages. And I know he's on his phone. Cause like I text mm-hmm. him at night and like, unless it's something like really interesting, he won't respond like till a few hours later. Yeah. But yesterday, wait, let me see our messages. Yesterday, I think I texted him. I was like, Oh, do you get offered housing? And then, like, four hours later, he just writes E. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you want to elaborate? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dude, I, I, I used my – um I used the die table that we made over the last, like, couple Robin of days. Robin made a you die table that. with all of the colleges. I've, this has been his pride and joy. All these people are picking up new quarantine hobbies. Like, all these kids are like, oh, I'm playing piano. Like, yeah, playing a lot of video games, reading a lot. Like got a job all this stuff ramen's like i made a die table it's my pride and joy no like you should have seen like the ucla my friends are making one too looks but so I, good like that's the best one i think my friends so, wanted ucla on it right. and i'm yeah. like okay you can put it on but they're like you have to play you have to pay for it you have to pay for the paint and you I'm should like, actually you should actually go and try to paint it it's fun they made it like an XO, like you know, is it like Nav or a little Uzi or something? Oh, like XO. that's like that's like their um, what do you call it? Their the brand, whatever the, you like, call it, like or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's like an XO. So I don't know where the colleges are going. Max, what else you, 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 are you big? you're a big you're are you a big Nav fan? You're a big Nav fan. No, my Nav, one of my I, friends. I, I is wish a I could like Nav him. Fan. Like I, as an Indian, I really wish I could like him. I just can't. Okay. Okay. I, first of all, the only concert I've ever been to, like, I'm not a big concert guy. The only concert mm. I've ever been to was Nav. And with so my friends. They're all, like, huge fans. Like, his music is, like, fun to listen to. But, like, my friends love him. So, I'm like, oh, like, he's super popular, super mm. popular artist. 
like this kid I do did jujitsu with, his name is like Navit. And I was like, uh-huh. he's like, but you can call me Nav. And I'm like, oh, like the rapper. And he looked at me like so confused. He's like, who's that? I mean, Nav is pretty and I'm popular. Like, you don't know Nav? I, he's pretty mainstream, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand yeah, why you don't like him, man. He's like a huge, huge guy. My, my one thing about Nav, like I've listened to his music and I've put together that he has some like very strange fetishes, I think. Like what? Do you like the hero? <laughs> <laughs> Let us hear the Roman right. upon Chal Nav conspiracy. So, so this is like my conspiracy. I think like, like he has he has, he's like into like some very like it's it's almost like he's into people that are underage almost. I think <laughs> okay. Because now hear me out. So basically, and have, have you heard Champion the song? Uh-huh. One of his one of his lines in Champion is, "I like her because she's basic. She got braces." I'm like. Now, bro, you're discriminating against adults no, with braces. No, now, now let's let's put the second part of it together. And one of I don't remember what song it is. Bro, I think that, you're reading way too much into this. Like, I'm not gonna lie. His other song, he says that you got <laughs> head outside of Toys R Us, which is also strange. Okay, that is very weird. But <laughs> I'm not trying to sit here and analyze like freaking Navraj's lyrics. <laughs> I'm just saying uh, that's, lyrics, just, that's my like, He has a song called Tap. Like the, the words tap, are just yeah. tap, tap, tap. Like, I have a video of you dancing to that song. Shoot. Oh, the phone's ringing. We're going to keep this part in because Raman's phone is always ringing. All right, we're good. What other crazy stuff happened, Raman, that we can share? That we can share? We can share everything. I don't know. The food was a really funny thing. Oh, one other funny thing is like I remember – Cause I have so many videos of you for some reason. And you have so many videos of me. I have a pretty, I, I made, I think we both, I made an album of you. I think it's like 50 or 60 pictures and videos. He had like, remember we were driving, what was it for winter break or something? Raman, Raman and I both live in San Diego. So mm-hmm. your mom drove us down. I have and a Raman picture of like you passed out in my car. Yeah, <laughs> fell asleep. Rob, no, no, we're driving like twenty minutes, and like it's so packed because everybody was going home. It was like winter. Oh, everybody, yeah, every yeah, single yeah. person okay. was going home, and like mm-hmm. LA traffic is horrible. It's like the worst I've ever seen it. And Roman's like, Roman's parents ordered a computer from the UCLA store. Oh man, my mom was pissed. And then out of nowhere, she goes, "Where's the computer, Roman?" He's like, "Oh, I put it in the back." And then he like starts getting all worried, and I'm like, "Roman." Did you bring the computer? He's like, I forgot, mom. I needed to get, I needed to get all this stuff. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I it slipped my mind around. a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of feel like, do, do you feel like we got robbed of freshman year? Because I don't know, spring or no, fall was super fun. Dude, I, winter, I, I think I think we did. Because like winter, for whatever reason, it's just I went and active in A-Pi. And then I also just like went super hardcore with school. Because I did bad first quarter. You and also then, started your whole uh, jujitsu. Yeah. Winter. Winter quarter. Shout out UCLA jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Love y'all. Yeah. I, I mean, miss it. I really, I really want to do do it again. But my mom. I mean, I know she's right. Like I shouldn't be training because like it puts them at risk. But I'm if I lived by myself, I would not be really like afraid of COVID. So I would just kind of do it. Yeah, how do you how do you feel about like the precautions that like people are, or do you feel like they're still necessary to like keep those precautions, or you think people should? Lose to be honest, my honest take on the COVID situation is, 
a quarantine works if it's done correctly and in the beginning and we kind of half-assed it. Yeah. So, like, we literally, like, went – like, we should have done, like, six to eight weeks, just every single thing closes down. Not, like, all this, like, essential worker stuff. Like, realtors are not essential workers. Mm-hmm. Like, I work at a realtor office right now, and they were yeah. – like, if they just close down for six, eight weeks and, like, have testing, the testing is also super important. Yeah. We would have been done, and we would have just been – cruising like new zealand they figured it out israel Mm -hmm. figured it out like in some countries it's bad but like now they're doing this quarantine but it's like there's no point like there's so many people have gotten it and i feel like there's actually way more people that have it um that it's like people are just gonna get it and like it's just gonna have to be like a herd immunity type deal yeah i mean at this point there's gonna be like probably a second wave regardless just because of how much people already like weren't really following the quarantine, like myself included as of recently. So I don't know. I think at this point, just taking the precautions is not really that much worth it. Cause at some, yeah. at some point, like in a couple months, we're all going back to college. You're not going to be social distancing. I don't know. Like I go to the gym, but it's a small gym and I wear a mask there and I like sanitize everything. So I f- it's like not that bad. It makes your life more inconvenient, but they can't like, make people stay home in my opinion like unemployment dried up like so many small businesses have already went under you know it's sad it's crazy too because like you could have worked your whole life and like if you don't have enough equity or reserves in your small business you're kind of screwed we took management together too have i been lifting (laughs) you know man i'm looking pretty small Small really here no do you're getting pretty big no, um, I am still huge. I'm still huge. There we go. For everybody listening, I'm being sarcastic. I realize I'm not huge, but it's a journey. I, I feel like if I said that without that statement, five, uh, five four. I would get so many clients. I would get. I would get. I would get a, a bunch of texts like, "Bro, you think you're big? What's your bench?" I don't know. I'm trying to get more into calisthenics. Mm-hmm. You know, calisthenics are. No. It's like that? more push-ups. It's like all body weight stuff, like push-ups, okay. pull-ups. Uh, like handstands because it's much less injury prone and it's much more functionally based, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm a fan of the deadlift, but like, when are you really going to have to deadlift like a bunch of weight? Have you seen those? Have you seen those like world's like strongest man competitions where they literally just have these like gigantic things and you just have to like push them like really far distances and they'll have like giant rocks and they have to like put them on like really small surfaces and like balance them there. It's like on ESPN. occasionally. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Crazy strong man. Yeah. There's like a vegan strong man too, I think. Really? Yeah. And he's like super controversial. How do you even get that big as a vegan? I, I just honestly don't... there's actually a lot of like I, I did the whole vegan thing like about a year ago. Right. I still align with the movement, honestly. I think there's a lot of like ethical and environmental reasons for veganism. I think it's very difficult. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I think it's very difficult to get um the proper protein. And also it's kind of a misnomer, not the proper protein, the proper nutrients. There's a lot of nutrients that are only found in, you have to supplement and you also have to eat a very well balanced diet. And I, your dad's vegan right now, no? Uh, not anymore. He was for a but while. But he's trying it. So a lot of people yeah. try it and then they realize that like, okay, like this is- He lost a lot of weight. Really? Yeah. Which was like what kind of why he stopped. I think- he just what are your you know, like, he just doesn't eat nightshades like tomatoes and like that kind of stuff. It's like supposed to be too acidic. 
Really? Yeah. I've heard something Allegedly. about this. Like tomatoes are bad. I think peppers are also a form of it. Right. Yeah. No peppers. Wait, what is that called? What's that term called? Nightshades. Nightshades. I'm pretty. I, I, There's I'm like a form for it. There's like a term. Want to check, I heard check like a different one. term. But yeah, I did the whole vegan thing like about a year ago. I still align with it. Like I try not eating a ton of meat just because it's not good for the environment. And Sushi like factory Mondays. farming. Huh? Sushi Mondays. Oh yeah, that was another great memory. At our school, like our school has amazing food. They had unlimited sushi, like California rolls and sometimes tuna, like spicy tuna. Mm-hmm. Every Monday for lunch in ramen and I would always go. And I would just get like 16 pieces of sushi. And he'd be like, I'm like a small guy, but I can eat a lot. And ramen's like a pretty skinny guy, but he's really tall. And he'd be like, Max, like, I, you're tr- I thought you were trying to cut, bro. Like, what happened? You're trying to get leaner, like trying to cut. And I'm like, hey, bro, 600 calories, pure protein. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, yeah, those, I miss those- it, man. I the really dining do, like, halls. I miss the dining halls. They were so good. I just miss college. Like, I was watching UCLA interviews the other day, hmm. like, of people just asking kids, like, random questions at UCLA just to, like, see the campus again. Yeah. What's they have your, a lot of ve- – yeah, back yeah. to the veganism thing. They have a lot of f- vegan food at UCLA, too. Yeah. What were you saying? B-plate? B-plate's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I'm personally not the biggest B-plate You fan. just have, like, a disgusting diet, in my opinion. Like, how? Okay, I'm going to share a story that Raman Panchal, this is true, and he can corroborate it. Nope. One night, Raman had a late night, and he came back to the room, and he's like, I'm hungry, but everything is closed. The, there's like a, there was a building oh, right next to our dorm. Yeah. Right next to our dorm. Like, he would eat Slim Jims, and like, okay, at our school, the things that are open till 2 a.m., are like that you can either get sandwiches and like somewhat healthy stuff or you can go to this thing called the nev late night where you get like chicken tenders fries burgers and ramen would always get that but it was like too late to even get that so all he had in the room were like slim jims he would eat a bunch of ramen actually funny his name is similar to that ramen slim jims like chips and like sometimes i would eat it but i'm not a huge fan of that because it just makes you feel bad you're more you make sleeping huh you're more on the chocolates yeah, I the chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> Did you <laughs> little side tangent? What is with all those chocolates Ruby Red Ruben had? Yeah, with like the Did real, you clean up? Were the dark chocolates? Like those were his. Okay, we when I went to move out of college, our other roommate Ruben just had like five boxes of Valentine's chocolates. Oh yes. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, bro, what? There's wrong does he have a secret admirer or something? Like these are two yeah. months old, first of all. Back to what I was saying. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Pretty much, ramen gets back, and there's nowhere for him to eat. And we have a vending machine at the bottom that, like, sells, like, snacks. And they also sell, like, those disgusting, like, frozen burgers. Oh, yeah. And ramen, I'm, like, sleeping. It's, like, literally, like, 3.30, and ramen's, like, stumbling in. He's, like, super tired. Tired. And I'm, like, sleeping, and I just hear, like, a crunch. Like, a and our other roommate, Ruben, he, like, was nocturnal, so he was always working. He was always up, yeah. And I just hear like a little rustling, like literally like this. If you can hear it, it's not exactly like that. I'm like, Raman, what are you doing? He's like, I'm eating. And he's like laying down in his bed. I'm like, what are you eating? He's like, I got a burger from the vending machine. And he's eating it like in his bed. Just like to him, to this guy, it's like a gourmet food. He absolutely loves it. Dude, I was so hungry. I would eat anything at that point. I don't know. Yeah. 
Honestly, no. like that burger was pretty awful. Looking back. <laughs> Looking back. Exactly what you'd expect a vending machine burger to taste like. No, but I feel like we ate dinner a lot together. You, we would yeah. always just have this fight. You'd be like, bro, I'm not going to B plate. It looks gross. Yeah, that, that, that would be like something. We'd have that. We would have, we would have like the feast or the Covell. Yeah. I just was I don't, I, like some, when, I, when I wouldn't go with you. I, um, you would go like, with Matt. Because I didn't want to. I didn't, I'd usually end up going with like Matt to like Covell. Yeah, bro. I should have Matt on this podcast. You should. <laughs> he, he, he's always a really interesting guy to talk to. Bro, I have not talked to him all quarter. Matthew Gruen, if you're listening, I want you to text me because I FaceTimed you once and you didn't answer and we haven't talked in a while. I, I like the hair, Max. Honestly, Roman, I think I want to grow it out. I'm yeah. growing it out all summer. Yours is Are long you too. Cut it before school starts? Because I kind of want to see. Depends it how it looks. First. Wow. Uh, it looks good. It looks good. I'm, I'm, mine's getting pretty like disgustingly long. I'm I'm thinking I, I need to cut soon. I think my my thing is though like I'm I've never seen what it looks like long. Yeah. You know, like I may as well just see and then I'll know for the rest of my life. Like, oh, I mean, it doesn't look good yeah. long. I have nothing to lose really. Like right that. right now is a great time to experiment. Like. I um I don't actually don't know if I, if you did I don't that at freshman year too. What my beard? Yeah, <laughs> that was so bad. It was so horrible. Like I'm never doing that again. It was bad. So like I for like no shave November, I grew out my beard for an entire month, and it was just patchy, like super super patchy. It was really bad. You also like didn't have like that clean of a haircut. You had like long hair, so it just looked shaggy. Yeah, I feel exactly. like if you had like a really like clean fade or something it wouldn't have looked as bad you know i don't know if i told you this but like i think maybe a month or so ago like for a few weeks i grew out like a mustache oh god it it looked pretty you really are experimenting out here it looked pretty pervy (laughs) i wish we could insert pictures i don't know maybe i'll start putting these up on youtube and like putting pictures that's just so much more work though yeah how do, how do you like podcasting? I like it. You know, like in the beginning, I'll tell you, I'll be honest with my audience, the difficulty, if people have listened, honestly, I'm averaging like 30 listens. So I guess some That's people hard. are listening. Yeah. Um, it's hard to like, especially if you interview someone like who's like, say a specialist or has like a niche in something. Like I interviewed one of my friends who's in med school the other day. Like you want to guide questions, right? You want to like ask them questions like about med school or something. Or like I interviewed my yeah. friend who's a sports broadcaster, like about sports broadcasting. It's hard to guide the conversation without making it seem like an interview. Like right now, you and me are just like talking. Yeah, we're just kind of talking. Yeah. Right. But like, it's hard to like really, and I'm just letting the conversation go wherever, but whenever you want to guide the conversation, if the conversation doesn't follow a logical progression, there's going to have to be like a logical break. And it's also, like, when you're talking to people, you don't realize. It's, I will say, like, naturally, I feel like I'm a decent speaker, but there's a lot more to it. Like, you have to have enthusiastic responses, other, or you have to match the level of enthusiasm. But I do really like it. I did one last night, actually, and I published it. I haven't, yeah. like, publicized it yet, though. No, that's it's fun, though. Well, you, you, you had that, like, um, you, uh, were you in, like, some public speaking yeah, I did like Toastmasters Club, Twitter right? Quarter. It's like a public speaking club. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, I'm not super involved with it now. Like they're, they've been trying to do stuff over Zoom and I'm not really about that. But I think next year I'll definitely be a member again. Yeah, no, that's that's cool. 
Do you like watch any podcasts? I'm like, or like I'm a listen, huge Joe Rogan fan. Huge Joe Rogan fan. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. If you would like to have me on your podcast, like I would love to. I would love to. I remember you tried to email him. Yeah, Joe Rogan. Yeah. I wanted to be your intern because like I've been wanting to become a podcaster or like start a podcast just because like I'm such a big fan of his. Like I'll say it very openly. Like Joe Rogan is like my role model in terms of podcasting and like. Yeah. I love his podcast so much that I like was like, you know what? This could actually be like fun because he has so many like interesting people. Like he's kind of in, like, he's not very formally educated. Like he's an MMA commentator and a comedian, but he's like very intellectual and he has like a lot of different types of people on. And right. I think it's a, I think it's a really cool platform to like talk about all sorts of stuff because like on TV and stuff, you don't get, you don't get the same long format to talk about things that you would normally want to do. But pretty much I like sent him a DM every day. Like I was like reposting his stuff, trying to reach out to him, but like he's gotten so big that he's pretty much impossible to get a hold of. And I even like made posts on all my social media and I told them, I like wrote a letter. I didn't even end up mailing it to him because I couldn't find out the address, like his work address. But I wrote like, this whole letter, like I'll do all of your bitch work for you. Like, all I ask is, like, to shadow you and, like, learn from you. And it would just be cool to, like, see him do the podcast. Like, he has some insane people on there. Yeah. He has, like, Elon Musk on there. I feel like he's going to get Obama to do it. Like, he's going to have, like, presidents to do it eventually. Like, I mean, he. Huge. I mean, he's just getting bigger, and he's already huge. So. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wait, can you hear me? Sorry. My series. Hey, you're good. You're good. Would you say he keeps getting bigger? Yeah, I mean, he's already huge, but he just he keeps getting bigger. I mean, his podcast, it's great for sure. Yeah. He's really awesome. But I do watch Joe Rogan. I watch some other podcast. I like his because he really incorporates a lot of like images and stuff. He has that guy, Jamie, young Jamie. Mm-hmm. He'll always be like, Hey, pull up this picture. But a lot of other podcasts, there's not that visual aspect. So I do listen to some, but his are also entertaining to watch yeah. because he provides that image aspect. He also, like, says a lot of things that I agree with that I feel like are very, like, I wouldn't say that they're controversial, but they're they're not very, like, he kind of takes the um, unconventional stance on a lot of social issues, and I think he brings up a lot of good points, but a lot of people can't take those stances because um, they don't have that same long format, and it's also cool that he's, like, his, like, you heard about that Spotify deal he just got? Yeah, yes. So he's not even selling the podcast. He's just licensing the rights to it. Um, and he's like pretty much uncancelable, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, because like if somebody says something that already. a news network doesn't like, they can just be like, oh, you're done. But people are still going to listen to him no matter what. What about you? Do you listen to any podcasts? Um, I honestly don't listen to that many podcasts. Uh, occasionally, I'll listen to, uh, do you know Bill Burr? Bill Burr. Raman, what happened? Remember the first time we met, I was talking about the Tim Ferriss podcast. Tim and you're Ferris. like, oh, I listen to it. I've, I've, I used to listen to it. Your dad listens to it a lot. And my dad also like loves the Tim Ferriss Raman podcast. always told me freshman year, like the stuff I do, he's like, bro, you and my dad would be best yeah, friends. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Like my dad, he's like, he's like big on just experimenting with like new diets as far as like going vegan. He's like cutting out nightshades. He meditates like, he meditates every day, actually twice a day, 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes at night. And yeah. And that's something that you also, I don't know if you still do it. 
I'm a little bit, I, to be honest, I haven't been doing it just because, like, I don't feel like I need to do it. And I feel good without it. But you don't need to, like, necessarily, you can have, medi- like, be aware and, like, be present in your everyday life without necessarily, like, sitting in a chair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh no, my god! I would be meditating in the morning, and I remember you would always just be laughing or like taking videos of me. Oh yeah, like when I'd see you meditating in the morning, like I'd just kind of be like obnoxiously loud, just like on purpose. And I don't know, I you know Matt Matt would always tell me like if if I ever like saw you meditating like in your chair, just to call him, he'd like come in, just like slap you on the back of your head, <laughs> just to get me to take a Why video. Why would you do that? <laughs> No, you should I remember be, Matt I one time. Matt one time was like, "Let's fight," and then I was like, "Okay, let's fight, Matt. Let's wrestle." And then I like choked out Matt. I jumped on his back and I choked him out. And then he's like, ta- he tapped out. And then he's like, "I didn't realize you were being serious." I'm like, "Okay, let's go again, Matt." And he's like, "No, Max, I don't want to fight you. I don't want to hurt you." <laughs> like, I think in a fist fight he would for sure win, but in like a wrestling match, wrestling could be close. Fist fight just because he's like so much longer. He's like six yeah. three. He's pretty reasonably big. Yeah, I don't know. Scarsdale cracks me up. From the Scarsdale, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he oh, Greenwich, so Greenwich. He's in Greenwich. Now he lives in Greenwich. But we don't, what was the joke? We always said he'd get mad. He'd be like, bro, you say Scarsdale for everything. You no, know, it wasn't even a joke. So basically, like this guy's from. He's from Scar. He was from Scarsdale, New York, which is I think it's like one a of like, super the rich top town richest in New York. cities in the country. Yeah. And uh, so, like, I guess Max, like, anytime he'd be like, he'd, he'd say something, Max would be like, oh, that's a classic something that someone from, like, Scarsdale would say. No, it'd be like, classic Scarsdale, like, as a joke. And I, he, I made it very clear that I was joking because, like, it wouldn't make sense. He'd be like, oh, man, I'm hungry. Like, I'm down for sushi or something. Or, like, oh, I'm, like, tired. I'd be like, classic Scarsdale. And it wouldn't even make sense. He'd be like, bro, that's not what people from Scarsdale are like. <laughs> and I'm like, Matt, I'm just kidding. He he just get like very aggressive with you specifically. I love Matt though. Yeah. So are are you gonna be? Um, I think I've asked you this before, but are you do you plan to be like active later? You know what, Matt? Okay. So house? for people who don't know, me and Ramen are in a pie. Oh, we can talk about the a pie thing. So a pie is a Jewish fraternity oh, yeah. on okay. at UCLA, but like we have we're only like sixty percent Jewish, and we have like it's just like a communal thing. And we have like a bunch of kids who aren't Jewish. And I remember when I rushed, I was like super into it. And I was like, ramen, ramen, like, trust me, bro. Like, you'll love it. You'll love it. Like there's other Indian kids there too. Like I can so see fitting in with the guys. Ramen's like, no, bro, it's not for me. It's not for me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like super into it. I'm like, yeah, bro. Like I love a pie. I still do love a lot of the boys. Um, And then I was like, bro, just please come to the house, come to the house. It was a Friday. Yeah, I think the last day like, of Rush I came to that. Yeah, house. the last day of Rush. And I was, like, telling people, I was, like, my roommate might come, my roommate might come, but I'm not sure. So I had to go somewhere. I think I went to Hillel. Yeah, I went to Hillel. And I wasn't even at the house. And Ramen, like, he's, like, my parents are saying no, my parents are saying no. And I didn't even realize if he went to the house. And, like, two and a half hours, three later, three hours later, he was at – he texted me a picture of him at AEPI wearing a Rush shirt. So from the time I left – he managed to convince his parents go to the house and like I get and like accept a bid. It, so it was just like super funny no, it, that I convinced you to do that as well. <laughs> and now you like he like ramen like loves it. You're like living in the I, house. I'm definitely much more into it now. Yeah, than I am, which is the ironic part. Yeah, <laughs> which is the funny part. Yeah, 
No, I'm I'm very happy. Like now I'm I'm living in and everything. Are you living in room nine next year? Yeah, room nine with Matthew and Will. That'll be interesting. I honestly don't know how how well. Do you have I'm to get like your own furniture that. and stuff? I we I how think um, Will is moving in pretty quick, pretty soon. So. Bro, I kind of want to go to the house and just like stay there all summer. Are you taking summer classes? I am. I have taking. I start on Tuesday. Me too. Um, yeah. I'm taking like oh, this. We're taking management stack. together. Yeah. Uh, 142. The, like the 142. Excel class. Yeah. I'm taking that C sesh. And then yeah, at A sesh, I'm taking this like econ with stats, like econ 41. Oh, that's the hard one for your major. Yeah. I think. Yeah, so we'll see. I just kind of want to like take all these classes while it's still online because I feel like it's yeah, definitely crank them out. Harder. I'm taking four classes over summer to crank them out. No way. Yeah, really? I'm taking first quarter. I'm taking econ five, which is like that really easy GE yeah. that you were te- that you told me that professor. Yeah, and it's like yeah, I feel like I know a decent amount of economic terms. It's just like kind of a lot of terms. I feel like the material is really hard. I feel like. Yeah, and then I'm taking psych 100a which is like psychological statistics it's for my major um and then second or csesh i'm taking econ one which is kind of going to be a repeat of econ five but i need to take it because i'm doing the accounting minor oh so you're doing that for sure now yeah yeah that's good that's a that's a good minor to do i think yeah super useful i just think it'll like really help me because like you know we've talked about this before how econ isn't like super the useful. real world it's like it's not like, of it yeah it's very it's theoretical, very theoretical right. and like i feel a lot of like the actual like what what you're going to do with your career after being an econ major doesn't really have as much to do with econ yeah. as you'd think it would i feel like yeah and everybody it's even says like the yeah the biz econ the most useful classes you take are the accounting so like if i can do cog sci with like a lot of coding classes a lot of computer science classes and then get accounting, which will give me like a really financial, strong financial knowledge. I feel like yeah. that'll be really good, but I don't know. I'm like not a big fan of econ and I've like ranted about this to my brother because like, it's interesting to me. I think microeconomics is really useful, but macroeconomics, it's like not really a science because like, you know, in like biology, you could get like 90, 99% of biologists. Like I would say even like a hundred agree on like, natural selection there's like a very strong consensus in the field right yeah in economics there isn't that like you can't find two macroeconomists who like agree because it's so theoretical and there's so many different factors and it's kind of been politicized in a way that a lot of these big economists will do studies to sort of create craft these like you know democrats believe in like um keynesian economics and then republicans are more supply side. Right. So it's kind of been politicized in the sense that they'll each Republican and democratic party and political parties, they'll use certain economic studies to sort of justify what they're doing. And it's not necessarily super scientific. I think the problem with like macroeconomics is that there's so many different theories that, but like when you actually like on like a basic macroeconomic scale, if you like actually test them out, there's so many that, like in theory would work, which is why, like, I mean, to an extent though, like there's, there's no perfect answer. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that, that I, that's the main problem. But also the way you like aggregate data 
for economic studies, right? You'd like find all these statistics and like all this data, you can just so easily manipulate that to like so show some type of like false correlation. Yeah. And then you even say like, oh, correlation isn't causation. Mm -hmm. For sure. But I, I don't know. I think there are some interesting macroeconomics things like, you know, the Laffer curve. I was reading about that the other day. Oh, really? Uh, so I, I, I feel like you, I always like find you just like reading like the most like just random kind of, just kind of things. Like, I, I don't know. I just can't, I don't see myself ever doing that. Just, I don't know. Like, I guess I just like, like naturally. Okay. What I've realized, I think I'm naturally interested in a lot of things and it's very unfortunate because school kind of like, I talked about this in my first podcast, school kind of just ruins a lot of that, like innate curiosity for a lot of people because it's kind of forced. And I'll go into like classes. Like I went into Astro three, really interested in it, but like, to be honest, I didn't really enjoy the class. One, it was online. Two, it was just kind of a lot of like unnecessary assignments that I didn't find, like taught me a whole lot. Mm. But I also, I think like I'm very, I feel like to have an opinion on things, you have to be educated. So like, if I were to ever like talk economics with somebody, like you want to be educated. I don't know. Yeah. No, I feel that. I guess I do read a lot of obscure stuff. I don't really listen to it that much. Like I've never really thought about it like that. You but. read a lot about um, more more philosophy. I feel like. Yeah, I'm really into philosophy. philosophy. You had. You I had just your- finished the Dhammapada. You know what? what is? No, what the Dhammapada is. So no. it's like this pamphlet. Look, I have it actually right here. All right. It's like this pamphlet that the Buddha wrote. Like the Buddha himself wrote. Really. And it's like very like, it's like super short. I like read it. I mean, I went, like, really slow with it. But, like, if you just read it like a normal book, you could read it in less than an hour. But it took me, like, a few hours to read. But I don't know. Like, a lot of philosophy, like, one of my favorite philosophical books is this book called Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Yeah, you were reading that. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I was rereading it. Because the first time I read it, I, like, didn't like it at all. I didn't understand it. But then, like, the more you read it, the more you kind of understand it. And that's kind of, like, also a vanity metric. I heard this the other day that, like, a lot of people will read a lot of books to just say they read a lot of books. But in reality, like, you rather read the 100 best books over and over than, like, the you can't read every book, you know? Yeah. And they all have, like – I was going to say, I started – it's not really, like, philosophical. For for whatever reason, I just can't really, like – get like super into philosophy and things like that. But I started reading probably the first book I've read in a very long time outside of school is um, it's, it's a book about um, it's like answering like a bunch of questions that you need to know for interviews for investment banking and how to like, Oh no, I forgot you're an investment banker, bro. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I've been reading that book. It's just like a bunch hey, of questions. IB. Like like interview questions that you need to know. Yeah. And there's like different parts of the field. Like there's distressed like investment with like distressed debt and things like that. Just all you all the stuff you need to know for the field. So I started reading okay. that. Yeah. And I just feel like it's like just to get like a good internship, it's just better to be as well informed yeah. as possible. Yeah. I mean, if that's what you want to do, I'm not going to crush your dream. It's not huh? what I want to do long term. It's just something you want to pivot out like everybody else and go into private equity. Maybe not. I'm just, like, not a fan. Okay, my thing with investment banking, and, like, I've become very critical of a lot. Like, for example, like, I'm being very critical right now, but I've come to this opinion through research. So, like like you were saying, reading very obscure things, like, if you're going to have an opinion on something, you, like, need to be educated on it. Right. Investment, like, a lot of these, like, companies, 
like financial companies i know it's like very easy it's like very cliche like occupy wall street but in reality like if you think about it they've capitalized the gains and socialized the losses so they take like enormous okay first of all like i don't really believe i was talking to my big he he's doing investment banking too there's no really inherent value that's being created, right? Like there's no net value. Yeah, and I like, I feel like I've talked about this in a, in a bunch of, of my podcast episodes. Like, for example, when Steve Jobs creates Apple or like somebody creates something, they're creating a technology that has a net positive for society. Like it's more efficient. It like gives people, you know what I'm saying? Like people get more oh, yeah, time because yeah. it's much faster. Like it's objectively a net positive in terms of value investment banking they kind of provide a lot of these services for value that has been created by other companies and i'm not saying that they're not necessary i do think that there needs to be some mode of like brokering these multi-billion dollar transactions but if you think about it they're kind of leeching off society and also like basically what you're saying is that they're like they're not really contributing anything like positive to society yet they're still like i think it's necessary i'm not going to even say that i think think it's necessary there needs yeah. that there's like a place for it okay what i'm saying is i think it's necessary but i do mm-hmm. think that a lot of these like financial maneuvers they do like even like i like you know the movie the big short yeah i actually just read that i read that book again for a cl- for a class i had to do so i read the i watched the big short and i thought it was like super interesting so then i got really interested in the 2008 crash and i like learned a lot of like like a bunch of like random stuff, like credit default swaps, like all these yeah. random mortgage backed securities. Cause I really wanted to understand. And like, I feel like I got a good understanding. And even after taking accounting, I just took my first accounting class. I understand like a lot of even a little bit better, but right. even then, like it's so they make up all of these like fancy names and what they're really doing is it's kind of just like very suspect, like financial maneuvers where there's no value being created. And like, like same thing with like a stock, like they can make, do these like financial maneuvers where the stock, like if they start buying back stocks or they start doing certain financial um, tactics, the stock price will plunge or go up, go up a lot. And like, hypothetically that company has created like wealth, but in reality, no wealth has been created. It's like an artificial metric. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And my main thing just goes back to them capitalizing the gains and socializing the losses with like them taking the risks and then just saying like too big to fail and then going to the government for the. No. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely like, especially like if you watch the big short specifically, there's definitely like some glaring, like moral issues that cause that. It's like such a, it's literally just like pillaging society. But I don't know. Like, I, I do think it's necessary. I just think there needs to be much more regulation on it. Yeah. And like, like is what it, do you think is, about this? Huh? Yeah, go ahead. You go ahead. What do you think about, like, these stock buybacks that are ha- or how, like, the government is pretty much... Like, for example, like, I understand, like, it's necessary. But, like, my, I was talking to my mom about this. She's like, how are these companies staying alive? Like, these airlines, they're getting so much money from yeah, the government. Tons of money from the government. Yeah, and then they're using a lot of that money to buy back stock. And just inflate there, yeah. Oh, yeah. My my astro teachers emailed me saying like he's still willing to give me extra credit, so I think I might still get an A. But um, that's hard. Um, yeah. I don't know. Oh my God, I got got yeah. So it's pretty much just like 
I don't know. My thing is just like, I want to create a positive net value for society. But like, I do think it's interesting. You know, a lot of the like yeah. financials are interesting. I mean, like long term, I don't know if investment banking. Bro, I see you as a consultant or something. Consultant? I, yeah, I could like definitely. A pro tennis player. Pro tennis player. I don't know. That, you may be taking that one a little bit too far. I can't I, believe you could have. Where could you have played Johns Hopkins? Not Johns Hopkins. It was like, it was, um, there was like, like Santa Cruz, which I didn't really like want to do. It was like a lot of, a lot of division three, a lot of division three, like programs, mm-hmm. which is like, not I think amazing. for me, like as like they were at, just in general, like not as like academically, um, just not as academically strong, which is like, and, but I could have played tennis there and it's just, I kind of had to choose between like, do I really like want to play tennis at a division three college? Like, is that really that important yeah. to me? Or like, would I rather go to UCLA and get probably a better education and a better college experience? Do you play and at Berkeley? Tennis is not something I'm really going to like do much with long-term other than like yeah. know how to play it pretty well. Yeah. Did you apply to Berkeley? I did. I, I don't know. I, I know I have a friend going to like, he got into like a special program in Haas next year. Huh? Well, what program? It's like that. It's I think it's called like global management program. I didn't even realize it existed until this year. Pretty much, it's like you get direct admission into Haas, and you also like study abroad your first court semester in like London and like a bunch of years. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that is interesting. Oh, back to the book thing. I think you should read uh, the Rational Optimist. I'm reading that right now. The Rational Optimist. Yeah, it's like a pretty interesting. He talks about like capitalism's he put like he creates a lot of statistic brings out a lot of statistics he shows the like improvement in quality of life for um like in all aspects he says that people are happier he says that people are safer he says that people have like just an overall higher quality of life so that's why he's an optimist like he's optimistic about the future he even like addresses like um what's it called like environmental pollution but he provides like a lot of scientific data. It's it's pretty good read. It's not too hard to read either. Mm-hmm. You watch any good movies? What have you been watching? Um, <laughs> I've watched a couple of shows, like pretty dumb shows. But let's hear they, it. They, they, oh they, wait, they, what was that show you would always watch? I've been I watched um, All American for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched it, but I didn't finish. And I, I, at UCLA, I finished this during quarantine. I was watching Scandal, which is like, it's seven seasons. So it took me a while. Yeah, to get. Scandal. Yeah. That, that one, I don't know. I started out really liking that show. As it went on, I started liking it less and less. Also, something interesting, Max, if you, I know you're into cultural films, maybe. Cultural films. Okay, cultural let's hear it. So... I've been Max. Like, you're into cultural films. Can we just like what does that even mean? No, just, just, I actually like, am. I actually am. Okay, continue. Yeah, so basically, it's like it's like a Bollywood film by this like specific director who um who makes these movies that are based on, based on like Shakespeare, like Shakespearean plays like Macbeth or Hamlet, but he makes them like in context with like modern day of like modern day Indian society. Oh. So like, for example, like recently, maybe last week I watched um, an Indian version, like the Indian Shakespearean, like Shakespeare's. Look at you. He tells me I'm reading obscure stuff. 
Max, you're reading like some some like essay on something. That's so obscure. I watched a Shakespearean play with contemporary India. That's yeah. way more obscure. It's, it's 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 called like Makabul, which is like it's like Indian Macbeth based on um Interesting. But it's like it's like Macbeth except played out in like the Indian like underground basically like an Indian mafia version. Very interesting. I'm very interested in India. Like I kinda want, I wanna go there. I think like the the spiritual like um aspects of it like hinduism and buddhism are really interesting mm-hmm. you know what's interesting like for as far as like buddhism if you I, I went there like a while ago cambodia very cool like all their buddhism is hard to understand like in theory like i like i was saying i just read the Dhammapada. like it was really hard for me to understand i don't know there's like different buddhist i because there's like taoism you know taoism and then yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know the exact schools of thought, but it's like pretty much the three big ones are Buddha, Confucius, and Lao Tzu. Lao Tzu. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's very like abstract, hard to understand, but I really do like it. I think philosophy, like why I like it, it's not even like it's entertaining. Like it just makes you happier. Like on, like honestly, that's why like I've gotten my one of my friends into it too. Like it gives you like a lot of just practical like advice. Especially like stoicism, you guys should all get into stoicism. It just like it honestly just improves your life. Like it's simple as that. Like I don't know how else to. I feel like I learned about that in history class. I just don't remember exactly what it is. Stoicism, like the it's very similar to Buddhism. Like there's, like I've seen charts where they compare it to Buddhism, and there's a lot of similar tenets. But pretty much, it stoicism. It's like the central idea of it is, if I can explain it, it's like a lot of bad things happen, but you can only control so much. So just worry about like what you can control and about like being a good person and like leave the rest up to fate or like whatever higher power you believe in. And there's like three, um, three, uh, three central, like, like same thing in Buddhism, three central people in stoicism and they come from very different backgrounds so Marcus Aurelius, like one of my fa- like I think my favorite philosophical work, that book Meditations I was reading, he, uh, it's like his war journal, like his personal journal to himself, and it's over two thousand years old. And like read, it's kind of hard to read, but like all of the advice, like literally all of it, I'd say probably ninety nine percent of it, is very like applicable to today, and like it helps you a lot. So he was a Roman emperor. Then there's Seneca the Younger. Um, I don't know what his background was, but then there was also Epictetus who wrote this really long stoic work too. And he was a Roman slave, which is very, um, very interesting that like one thing that I'm really interested in, like how it's a Roman slave and a Roman emperor. And they were like, they're kind of equalized through their like pursuit of philosophy. No, that's cool for sure. I'm telling you, you're going to get into it. Stoicism. Yeah. I'll, I'll check that tonight. I don't know. Dang, look at all those patches. You got so many tennis patches, Roman. Look at this. Yeah, I got, um, there's four CIF. Um, There's like four CIF, which is like our, like, I guess, regional. And then we have like, I was, and we had like a couple um, state championships and a national championship. I've never seen you actually play tennis. I, like, I, very, I can imagine you were like number one at Tory, right? Number I was two. Not number one at Tory. That team was like way too good for me to be. 
I played. I started. But, yeah, but still, like, that's – were you guys, like, state champs or something? We were state champs um, my sophomore and senior year. Yeah, bro. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was just, like, super fun to be a part of that team, even though, I, like, it was not, like – Were you captain? It was just – it was it was a cool experience for sure. Because, like – Did Keyshawn play tennis too? Yeah, he played – he was on our – he was on our senior year team. Which was, so that was cool for sure, and um, I don't I know. I played tennis in high school for four years. I'm still so bad. Like I won't even show you code. Get out there and play. We never played. I know. I can't believe I we never played. It's because neither of us brought a racket, or I didn't bring my racket. I don't think. I mean, I had two. We sh- we should have gone out. But you know, I think like for for like what what was crazy about um like when I played in high school was I think my sophomore year like. Our team, my sophomore year, literally was could have been like as good as a college team, like as good because I think of our nine or ten, I think of our nine starters, me and one other guy were mm-hmm. the only people starting that didn't have D one offers. Really, D one offers, which is it's just it was crazy. That's insane. I like if you could have seen me play tennis, you would think i have never held a racket before like i'm not even kidding i'm that bad i'm just not coordinating like i'm telling you i will say this openly the coordination gene in terms of like catching stuff like they the hand-eye coordination with like hitting stuff in the air like basketball it applies i'm just it's not there for me well also i feel hockey like i was decent at but i think it's a different type of coordination do you still play hockey I still ref. Like I haven't, I haven't actually like skated out in full gear in like, like over two years. I think I miss it though. I want to get back into it. It's just like so fun. Elon is skating is still there too. I hear Elon is quite the basketball player. Bro, Elon used to have these handles like no one else could handle. Yeah, dude. It's just like it just got a certain point where like the height, like the height just stopped growing, and it was just like becoming absurd, like. Like it matters. Like in hockey, not so much. Like, I feel like in most ma- sports, and and almost, I feel like height is crucial in almost like. Everything. I don't know, like volleyball, um, basketball, hockey, yeah. not as important. Like you want size, but the, like I would say the average, um, size of a an NHL athlete is probably like, at least like a forward is probably like five ten. I mean, even in tennis, I feel like you're you want to be tennis. Like, you need it, yeah. Want to be like I don't know, like yeah, six, six two or three. That's kind of like the ideal range. I, I think in like. rowing, to be like a coxswain, you want to be small, obviously. Rowing, honestly, uh, if you're gonna be a libero in volleyball, volleyball, you yeah. need. I feel like height. I don't know, jujitsu. It's like cool because you get matched up with people your size. I thought you were saying like jujitsu, like the like weight, height, like you kind of kind of gets like thrown out the window a little bit. I don't know. It, I mean, it does. Like for for example, like at the UCLA, UCLA, um, where we train at UCLA, it's like you kind of just like practice with everyone, but in competition, you have like weight classes. Oh, okay. And then there's like there's something called an uh, an open weight class where like anybody can enter. Did you ever have? Did you ever like actually like compete? No, I'm not good. I'm not good enough to compete yet. I think like in another year, I don't know. In theory, I could compete because I could compete at white belt against people who aren't that good. And like yeah. jujitsu, it takes like a really long time. 
like to get a black belt, it's like 10 years. Jeez. So like to get a, okay. To go from white to blue belt, it's usually like two years to go from blue to brown belt or blue to purple belt. It's probably like three years. Um, okay, yeah. So that's five. And then purple to brown. I'm, I'm maybe a little bit off, but I think it's another three years. It's like the longest belt, purple belt's your longest belt. And then brown to black, you're pretty much a black belt. I think mm. it's just like, there's other aspects like your character. You have to be like a leader. So it's like 10 years. Yeah. You know what I would love to see? I would love to see a, um, this happens. Max versus Sam Wimmer. Yeah. That's one. I would love to see you guys <laughs> do jujitsu. The other, I'd, I'd like to see Max versus Elon like wrestle. It wouldn't be fair. Like if it was like a jujitsu thing, he wouldn't know anything. No, just like, just like fight to fight to the death. Just like, I guess. Yeah, I feel like that that could be interesting. I, I feel. I mean, you guys are gonna place bets bigger. on it. You're you're bigger. He's quicker. He's like, he's like, he's surprisingly caught up to me in weight. I think it's only like a five pound difference now or so, like really? five six pounds. We were benching today. Elon and I went to the gym today. I show that bro up on the bench though. Yeah, you got you have Listen. to for the culture. Yeah, literally like. I, f- I don't feel like I got that much weaker during quarantine. I You know what perfect push-ups are? Yeah. Like the little spinny things? Mm-hmm. I've been doing those. So I think that honestly helped a lot. That's. I'm I about. Mean, I want to get into marathon running. I think that would be a sick thing to do. Marathon running? I don't you know. Have, you have the build for it, bro. You have the perfect build for it. Tall I, and super skinny. That is true. I mean, I feel like most marathon runners – would like just like straight butt from straight body type would kind of look like me because you have the stride and you have the like skinniness you don't have to carry around a lot i just don't think like for me just like the whole thing with like a marathon like how can you keep yourself like engaged for that long like don't like i i'm I'm not it's like a mental thing i'm obviously not a runner but do you not get bored just running it's like a mental warfare with yourself because like you get so tired and like it becomes so difficult that you like want to stop. Like I, recently I've probably like, I've been running. You've been running five, really? I haven't been running. Five or six, like five to six, like miles every, like roughly every day. Five miles and a day? Roughly. Maybe. That's maybe so, like, that's a lot. But like the thing is. I, when, At like, like a slow pace or you, or you just run? What? What pace? I just run. I just don't, that's I don't really solid, like, bro. I, I do not I run that myself, but there's just like this uh, kind of loop I do. It's like two and a half, like two to two and a half miles. And I just go around it twice. And then I just, that's about it. Just try to like do something to stay a little bit active. But it's for me, like the battle is like, I, as I'm running, I just kind of get like bored of just running. And, and that kind of just makes me more tired. And that's, that's, I think you got to do like different routes. Yeah. It's cool though. Like, I sometimes occasionally I like run like along the beach. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, honestly, like I know, I feel like jujitsu is like super popular. I don't know. I listened to Joe Rogan and that's the person who got me into it. Like that's where I first heard about it. So I, maybe to me, it seems popular cause I listen to him a lot, but like, that's what I really like about it is it's such a good workout and it's also yeah. so fun and it's very intellectually stimulating too, because like you have to really think about what you're doing. Yeah. So no, like, it's kind of like the benefits of running Plus it's like fun. Plus it's intellectually stimulating. Plus it's more useful than running. Cause like, you know how to defend yourself. 
And Joe Rogan's gotten you into some interesting shit. He does some crazy stuff. He does like bow. He he like hunts. I I'm like interested in hunting too, but I've never done it. Dude, he got you into that very strange diet that I remember you like you tried for like a week and then. Dude, I tried. No, I did not. Could not last. He like did this thing where he only ate meat, and I was like, dude, there's no way. Like, like that can't. It's it's like pop because okay, I had heard about it, like other people doing it because it's it's like a fad, and he did it. It's like. To be honest, what I've heard, it's like the diarrhea you get from it is like absurd because there's no fiber. You're not getting any fiber. Mm-hmm. I didn't even do it. Like I, I lasted like two meals. I'm like, bro, there's no way I can do this. Yeah. Do you, do you still listen to foreign music? Like. I do listen to foreign music, but I only listen to foreign music to like keep up with languages. Like I've realized, honestly, there's like your brain has like finite space. Like I've been putting a lot of time into Farsi like i'm enjoying it a lot and i actually like it a lot more like i did it to like talk to my friends and like in la there's like a huge persian community like insanely large yeah that's true. which is and it's cool because like i can go there next year type the persian square or i don't know what it's called like it's called like downtown little tehran or whatever i don't know there's like a huge area uh, like a little area in westwood with a bunch of persian shops and like that's one interesting thing but also, I think the culture of it and the history of it is very interesting. I mean, I feel like that that's, like, great that you're actually, like, learning, that you're, like, actively, like, trying to learn, like, a bunch of languages. Because for me, personally, I don't know if it's in my head or whatever it is. I just I'm feel like... you it is, bro. Because I, I feel like, genetically, I'm, I'm just, like, not made to learn new languages. Because, like, just, like, just to put it into context, like, my mom took Spanish for I'm like, telling you it's not a genetic she thing took, she took AP Spanish and beyond and can't speak it like 20 years later can't speak a word of Spanish now that that's, that's, that's like example one now number two is my grandma my mom's mom lives has lived in the United States for over 30 years and can barely speak English so like <laughs> it's just it's just, this, the 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 deck is stacked against me I don't know. Like, I think that when you know one, like multiple, it becomes easier. Like, and I got lucky because like, I, so the only languages I know fluently are Russian and English. Yeah. Um, but you're conversational. I feel like in multiple languages. Yeah. So like that's people are like, are you fluent? It's like, you can never be truly fluent. Like you can always improve, but I would say like I'm conversational in Spanish, um, Hebrew, I'm like de- like elementary conversation. I don't know. Well, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. That there's limited space, and I, I was putting so much time into Farsi that, like, every time I started speaking Russian to my parents, it was, like, a, noticeably a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, like, I was just, like, out of practice. But it's, like, it's stored somewhere in your brain. And I think that, like, to maintain multiple, like, me, like, I think, sorry, I think after Farsi... I want to do Portuguese because I like jujitsu and I think it's interesting and like a ton of people speak it, but I think I'm going to take a break. Like to just maintain like the level that I'm at, like, which isn't like in Russian English, it's like high level Spanish. Honestly, like I I still review it just to like keep up, but Spanish is not hard because it's like so much, there's so many English cognates like to, let's just say maintain my Hebrew, Russian and Spanish. Mm -hmm. It like takes a lot of work. Like you, you lose it if you don't use it. Yeah. But like you see that like there's people on the internet like I speak 20 languages like 
That's such bullshit. Like, it's so hard. Like, you can't, like, you can, I don't know, but also the good thing is, like, once you learn it, even if you do lose it, once you, like, start, you can revive it. Like, it's not like it completely leaves away or goes away. My parents, um, so basically, like, as my parents have seen uh, me waste, like, an unthinkable amount of time over, like, the last few months just playing, like, video games or watching really stupid YouTube videos. They've been trying to get me onto uh, Rosetta Hindi? Stone. Rosetta oh, for, Stone. for Punjabi or Hindi? Hindi. Bro, I'm telling you, there's, like, a very e- – like, I found this method out on the internet, like, and I did it, and it honestly works. All you need, you get this program. Everybody's listening. You get this program called Anki, and you find like you gotta find the top five hundred or top thousand words. It's I don't. Pretty much Anki is like Quizlet. Remember that thing I was telling you about? Oh that yeah, that's what you were talking about. Like to get yeah. To my classes. Yeah. It's Quizlet, but it's space repetition software. So you rate the cards, and it's um, it's like an algorithm. So you review the cards that you're not as good at more often. What are you drinking there, buddy? That is Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. This kid just took a swig of Dr. Pepper and like made like a face like he was drinking pure lemon juice or something. <laughs> okay. It was it's like you, very carbonated. There's like there's like this <laughs> left and I was trying to like just finish it all in one sip and it was it just didn't go down right. Um yeah, learn the top like 500,000 words and that'll just get you like some foundation and then there's a thing called Pinsler where um, it's like these pre-recorded conversations and you just like repeat it. Like it's like pre-recorded conversations. It, it'll like say in English and then it'll say it in whatever language and you just like listen to them and you can also speak pretty well. Like my friend, like, and I'm not even saying like, it's not a, per- that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's like somebody is smart and they just like learn languages. Like if you yeah. just do those steps, I feel like you could just easily get it. Like, my friend was literally like, there's no way. Like, you're reading in Farsi. Like, you're reading off the screen. I'm like, bro. You can like, read, too? Okay. I can read a little bit, but he meant that I can't read. I started trying to read, but in Farsi, it's very annoying because, like, the things you read and the things you say are, like, two completely separate languages. Yeah. Real okay. See, I didn't know that, but that's interesting. So, like, you would you would read something, and it, it's like a completely different language. They have that in Arabic too. Like, there's modern standard, and then there's all these dialects. But like in Farsi, it doesn't make sense because it's just one language. Um, and there's not really. I mean, there's like dart, whatever. Yeah. I can't really read. I will say no, I can't read because I haven't been practicing. But he thought I was like reading like a script or something. Oh. Wow. I don't know, man. I think it's very rewarding, honestly. Like, talking, like, it, people get so happy. Like, if you've ever learned a foreign language, and, like, people get so happy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I talked to some of my, one of my friend's parents. She, like, was amazed and, like, like was so happy. She's like, oh, my God, you learned Farsi. It's cool, bro. Pick up Farsi with me. I don't know, man. I, I feel like. It's weird pronunciation. I need, I need it's so, there's weird noises in it. Honestly, I should, bro. Like, I could. There's so many. There's a lot of Indian kids at UCLA. There are. It's, it's UCLA. I'm be honest. Coming to UCLA, like, I heard that it was like the huge Asian population, but I feel like there's more Indian students than Asians. I feel it, it, I. It's definitely maybe I just know more. Maybe I just know it's more. Also, it's but also I feel like so. Like I know so many Indian know kids. More Indians, like personally, and like. More oh, you know what I just thought of? Shreyas. I miss Shreyas, bro. I've, dude, yeah. You, you guys, you, you had some interesting back. He's my boy. Yeah. 
He was funny. <sighs> Man. I can't Dude. wait. I can't wait to get back to UCLA, bro. I just can't wait. Yeah, I might go to Israel. My dad has a ticket to Israel right now. Like he bought months yeah, ago. Like- and he's like still planning on going because like it's it's much safer there and like planes aren't really busy. Mm-hmm. So he's like still going. So if he goes, I think I'm gonna go with him. That's hype. Just take my classes there. Yeah. I don't know how I'm gonna do with this Excel class though. I don't know how I'm gonna do this Excel class though. Why? Because you need like a you need like a uh, like a Windows computer. I don't have a Windows computer. I did not. Or, that was, was that like a prerequisite? That was like. Or he like the, he like tells you in the class. Like it's he should say it in the description, but whatever. There's like ways around it. I think. Hmm. But Roman, any last words, man? I feel like we're. I feel like we're. This has been going like so yeah. long. I don't even know the timestamp. Yeah, I, I lost track of time. But you know what? I'd like. To, my last words. Nothing too deep, but um, I'm really excited for the NBA to come back and. <laughs> You know, I I just I just want to like get it out there that who like who I'm riding for in these playoffs. Who are you I'm, riding for? I'm all in for Kawhi and the Clippers. That's number one. Number for two. What? My number two. I'm 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 a big Donovan Mitchell guy. Spida. I'm I'm I all no in for that. Is. Number three. I, I I love I love my guy Spicy P. Pascal Siakam. Raptors all the way. Raptors Clippers finals. Clippers all the way. Clippers all the way. You guys yeah. heard it here first. Roman's last words. Clippers all the way. With that, we're going to say it together. Clippers all the way. Roman, thank you for being on. It was great having you as usual. Um, look forward to having you on when this podcast is number one on iTunes one day. I want to put Roman Ponchal. Throwback from last century. Yes, sir. Thanks for being on, bro. Thank you for having me.